Yo, 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 we live on location, New York City, NBA Draft 2022. We got the blackest one, and we got a very special guest this time. We ain't never had an Australian player on the pod with us. This is the first time, first yes, time. Sir. It's well worth it, too. We got a special young man, Mr. Dyson Daniels, in the building. We appreciate, appreciate you having me. I appreciate it. Glad to be here. Been to go Australia. You are our first Australian. Like, uh, we big now, so we should be seeing this everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to get back on it, huh? They're going to get back on it. Tell us the process of, of you before you signed with the Braves, before you signed with Bendigo Braves. Like, what was the process till you got to that point to get the opportunity to sign with them? Yeah, so for me, like, I was always playing my juniors at Bendigo anyway. So I, I grew up playing Bendigo under 12s, 14s, 16s. And uh, when I was about to um, play under 18s, you know, I got offered to try out for the, the senior men's team. And for me, you know, it was a dream come true because, you know, my dad played in that league for – 15 years or so so uh, to be able to play in that league and you know play for Bendigo was something I always wanted to do and yeah had a good try and I made the senior men's team I think I was 15 at the time so you know I was the youngest player to ever play uh, for the senior men's team but I mean that's the process on how I got there. So your dad is the one that put the ball in your hand to to give you the dream so that's why you're a good defender because your dad was always saying (laughs) play defense. Dad wasn't a good defender so no, nah, nah, dad, dad definitely put the ball in my hands. He, uh, <laughs> you know, from a young age, you know, we're always playing out in the backyard. My older brother played as well, so um, you know, it's just uh, being in the family. That's how you start getting be a good defender. You youngest, and you getting mm. ran. Exactly. <laughs> Big exactly. bro pops, they putting buckets on. That's you. right. I had to I had to learn the hard way. When's the last time your dad beat you one on one? I mean, last time my dad beat how me. How old was you? Man, I would have been like. I think I turned 15, so, oh, so I, that was a, the last time I beat him out here, he hasn't want to play me again. So. No, no, that's right. To, you got to keep your record tight. Go. Like right now, I'm, I'm exactly. steady stacking mine on my kids. We I'm used to play all the time in the backyard, uh, me and my brothers and you know, dad. And you know, once he started getting beat, he doesn't come out there anymore. So. Now his knees don't work anymore, but now he, uh, he had a good run. So <laughs> he, 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 he can't go with all old head knees <laughs> all the time. He, he, used, he used to dog you. He used to dog you out. No, he like, never used to dog me, never. How was it when you finally beat him? How did you feel? I, mean, I was just talking shit. I was, just talking, <laughs> I, was, I was talking shit all day. You the man of the house yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. He kept asking for another game, another game. Nah, and I just nah, kept beating right him. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, oh, that's yeah. messed up. Right up. Your situation is different then most because you have to go from another country to another country mm. like tell us the process of when you found out you finna you decided to come over to the united states and you know you're about to leave your family behind and you know it's, yeah. it's you at a, such a young age like what was that like for you it was tough you know uh, moving away from australia you know it's such a long way away and you know, you kind of come over here and you don't really know many people. So uh, it's like a fresh start. But I knew for me, my goal was to be in the NBA. And if I was going to be in the NBA, I had to be over here anyway. So I wanted to, you know, take the you know, the next step and whether it was college or G League, which I chose G League in the end. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, chose the, the right step that's going to, you know, help me uh, settle in and, um, you know, get used to what it's like living over here. What made you choose G League instead of college? Like what was the difference for you in that decision? Yeah, for me, it was just I really wanted to, you know, take the next step that was going to help me get to the NBA. And I felt like the G League was just too good to turn down. You know, we had really good coaching staff. You know, we had veteran players that were there to help us. You know, we're playing against, you know, NBA-type players as well. The G League, it's a good league. It's got some really good players. Definitely is. For me, it was just kind of an opportunity that was too good to turn down. And as a young kid, I always thought I was going to go to college. But 
once you know the pro options started to come with G League and the NBL, you know, I started to consider them, and you know, it just really was going to be the best for me to help me get to the NBA. When you got there, did you did you see yourself being in this situation a year from there, like a year from when you decided, like, okay, I'm gonna go to G League route because you obviously you want to be a pro, mm. but being in this situation a year being in the G League, did you foresee that? To be honest, like before I started the G League, I did see it. I was always you know a pretty good player, but never like as good a position I would have been in now I thought you know maybe late first like early second round maybe something like that but uh you know as you know time started to go on and I showed a bit of everything I could do and you know my mock started going up and you know got into the position I am now I definitely wouldn't have pictured myself here you know a year ago and at the start of the G League season I really struggled so I, I kind of questioned like whether I, you know it was the right decision that I made but once I, you know, got um, confidence. you got my confidence back and started playing my own game, and as I really started to see it. That's what I was going to say. I talked to Thomas a few times, and he could see when you started to hit that maturation process. When mm. when do you think things kind of clicked? Like you said, you kind of struggled early on, but then you started, like, when do you think things started to turn for you? Yeah, it would, uh, it was probably, uh, like, we had three preseason games where I was terrible, um, and then probably three games into the season, I think, was when I really started to see change, and for me, you know, the um, I'm a gym rat, so I love getting in the gym and working. And after the preseason games, when I was just I wasn't playing well, I had really good you know coaches like T. Scott, you know Rod Strickland, like Pooh Jetta, like play coach Coach Hart, like those guys really yeah. helped me. Great guards, and you know being a bigger guard, you know I was just I was getting used to the pace of the game, which is not like this in Australia, and I'm um, just knowing where to get mine, how to get mine, and. For me, I really knuckled down on the defensive end, and that's where I knew that I could, you know, get my minutes from. And then yeah. as my offense started to come along, then that's when, you know, my confidence started to grow and I started to play my own game. How did you and your family feel when you uh, when you found out you can go to the All-Star game and go and play in the Rising mm. Stars game? <laughs> that was crazy. Right. Wow. Like, and just that whole All-Star experience. Like, yeah. how was that for you? It was so crazy because, you know, we, me and my family always sit on the couch at home watching that every every year, and just to know that, I was going to be a part of the the weekend was like it was something that I never thought would happen you know especially not even being in the league but yeah I was able to get dad over for his 50th birthday which happened to be the same time as well so yeah that was pretty special and yeah just to celebrate that with him and you know get him because he's a huge basketball fan so to get him over here was uh, it was amazing how was it when like the process you coming into town and you seeing how many people was in town at mm. the same time and <laughs> yeah. you know the hotel like you you five star like they got the hotel set up yeah, they was... got the whole tickets everything you walking there you see your jersey with your name on it yeah you see the crowd like tell us that whole like it was crazy because like coming from Australia you never really get to see like big star big names or anything like yeah. that and I walk Everybody in the hotel there. everyone's there you know Giannis has got kids there like Jokic walking in like I mean it was crazy for real and stepping out on the floor with you know that big crowd that big atmosphere yeah. was just something I've never experienced before and yeah like I won't forget it's experience of a lifetime did you get to see any of the legends I mean I was there for the I wasn't like I didn't get to meet him, but I was in the stands watching the All Star game when, yeah. when they all came out. So that that was really special. As I can well. tell in your so eyes, you like you got a taste of. You <laughs> yeah. want a Look at that twinkle! I, I see. Did. I see you got a little twinkle in your eyes. Nah. How was the workout process leading up into this, into the to the draft process? Because we know it could be a beast. How, did you have a lot of teams you worked out for? Uh, I did seven, so it wasn't wasn't oh, too yeah, many. You but was um, chilling. You was it was chilling. it was tough because you know I was on the I did like seven. You know I had two weeks on the road straight, so um. You know, just so much, you know, 
physio stuff. You know, I was in, I probably did like six MRIs because they want to check every part of your body, dinners with everyone, training, you know, just, it's just so full on flying What's the everywhere. craziest thing or something that you like totally did, like caught you off guard? Like, what are we doing here? Or was it anything? Ah, uh, it was probably San Antonio when that was the first one. I just rocked up to dinner thinking there was going to be a few people there. There was like, 20 people there. Like, <laughs> just me. I was like, like what's going on? Here? What's up, guys? <laughs> oh, <for> me. <laughs> yeah, so, no, it was kind of crazy. Who are some of the guys you looked up to uh, coming up to get you to this point that, you know, you looked up to and you watched as you got along to get to this point? For me, you know, being an Australian role model, I like to look up to Delhi. I just feel like the way he approached the game is different. You know, he, he didn't have the most skill or any, anything, but just Matthew had most Della heart Della. and hustle. Yeah. And, you know, he earned his spot on the defensive end. And, and that's what I like to do. And, um, you know, I have to look at people like Westbrook and the mentality he brings to every game. Um, obviously, he didn't have the greatest season last year, but just when he, how he used to be and how he used to play, I just, you know, really looked up to him. And now, like... I like to model my game after different people and I try to develop into like a like a Luka Doncic on the offensive end and I feel like a Mikel Bridges type on the defensive end. So mm. just, um, yeah, I do watch a lot of film and, and break down people as well. So, so. I'll be looking for you to lock up out here then. Okay, I yeah. like this analogy you use. This is yeah. a lightweight, tough question. What would you do if you're in the league and everything is not going your way? You're not getting the minutes. Yeah. You're not getting that. How can you keep your confidence yeah, like I said, up I'm enough a- to – Continue I'm a gym to work rat, and so do that. I'm a gym rat, so any, if it, if something's going wrong, I'm going to spend time in the gym. And you know, at the end of the day, you know, if I'm not good enough, then I'm not good enough. Got to make sure that I put in the work to you know be the best I can be, and um, yeah, earn my spot on the team. But like you said, it doesn't work out for everyone. But you know, I'm gonna be in the gym every day. You know, working harder than everyone else. So if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I'm gonna make sure that you know I put give it my best shot. For yeah, sure. you well, you here for a reason. So it's not really not working out. It's just. Waiting your turn. Exactly. And that's you know, the thing. So don't right? look at it not working out. It's just waiting your turn. That's right exactly now, right. somebody in front of you. Yeah. You got to wait your turn. That's right. Yeah. Is this what I want to know. Like, you, you, what kind of swag you bringing at, at the draft? What, what, how you bringing it? I got something sorted out. You're going to see a, a shiny something, but Ooh, it's going to okay. be, it's gonna be nice. with so. the shiny suit, man, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. But you wait, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. So you, you excited to represent not only your town, your country, your family, you excited like for this whole weekend and yeah, for sure. I mean, even now, like building up to it, you get so many messages from people, and um, you know, you got the whole country behind you, especially coming from Australia. So it really is a you know great experience, and I'm just soaking it all in, having fun with it, and uh, yeah, I just can't wait wait till Thursday. You and your family used to watch the draft uh, we every time, every year. What are some of the draft moments you remember? I mean, last year, one of my good friends, Josh Giddy, who's from Australia, he got Giddy. drafted. So yeah. he's a nice. close family and friend. And he did his thing at yeah, first. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. No, he proved a lot of people wrong. But uh, he did his thing. And you know, me and my family was watching him last year in the draft. And you know, that was pretty special for sure. Man, we, we definitely appreciate you, man, coming through and rocking with us, man. Nah, for like, sure. Good luck with everything. And after you make them all-star teams and all that stuff, just come back and holler us. For sure. Nah, I appreciate you having us. <laughs> Thank you. Up. All right, we want to thank y'all for your continued support of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also find all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast and join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. 
Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. The Players Tribune.com.